We'd like to welcome you to our current event and weekly Bible study for January 28th, 2019. And today, a little bit of a shorter study. Just want to cover a couple topics um, that broke this week. The first one is this signing of this new abortion law in New York and how Governor Cuomo celebrates the abortion. It's basically abortion till birth by lighting the One World Trade Center pink. He also did that on, there were also several other landmarks there that they um, lit up in pink. Evidently, I, I don't know uh, if that's some kind of, you know, shout out to, I don't know, Planned Parenthood or something. I mean, the death of babies and you're going to use the color pink. I mean, it's so sick. You, you you can't even wrap your head around any of this stuff. The the first thing I saw that I posted here in this PDF for this date, you really want to check this out if you can. Uh, it's a picture of this Governor Cuomo guy signing this abortion bill. He's got all these adoring devils in this photo op around him. Three women, another guy looking on, and... Well, at least three of them are just, they've got this gigantic grin on their face. And then there's a caricature of it below where it shows Satan behind, or like this fallen angel behind with horns, and then all the people that are laughing in Cuomo himself have uh, horns on. And all there's just blood coming off the bill itself. And the Bible says in Psalm 106, 37 through 39, Yea, they sacrifice their sons and their daughters unto devils. It's more than 50% now, and this has been this way for years, of all pregnancies in New York City officially get abortions. Now, the reason I say that is because there are other abortifactant ways that uh, people use that they're not aware of. I mean, IUDs. That's abortifactive. Um, doesn't always have to be abortifactive, but that's one of the ways it works. It's one of the primary ways it works. The pill, the patch, birth control by itself, any kind of hormonal birth control. One of the ways that can work is through abortions. Just from a hormonal standpoint, it's like getting a hormonal. It does not allow the uh, successful, or doesn't it create an environment where the fertilized egg can successfully implant into the walls of the uterus because of the chemical, the hormones that are being used in that. So the actual true numbers of abortions worldwide are probably just beyond staggering. You, you, you can't even comprehend. I've rarely ever seen anyone bring up that latter point, and I will keep bringing it up because I don't see how those babies are any less important or precious in God's eyes than the ones that are officially going to the abortion clinic to get aborted. And then you have the RU whatever 84 morning after pill. Um, that's just, that's also... So I, I believe those others are, the other statistics are, I don't know how much greater, but I, I would venture to say far greater than official abortions that are actually being taken place. But the ones that are officially being recorded, it's over 50% in New York City of all pregnancies and an abortion. So this is just going to increase that even more. So that Bible verse, again, Psalm 106, 37 through 39, Yea, they sacrificed their sons and their daughters unto devils and shed innocent blood, even the blood of their sons and their daughters, whom they sacrificed unto the idols of Canaan. Now more, it's most of the time they're sacrificing them to the gods of convenience and um, financial things and things of this nature overall. Whom they sacrificed unto the idols of Canaan and the land was polluted with blood. See, that's the problem and this is why Satan wants this going on because it pollutes the land it curses the land it brings a curse on the land it brings a curse on all of those participating in the procedure i mean there's all kind of of things that have been documented about women they get abortions how you know 
the the health consequences that what it sets you up for the emotional um things that that happen because it does it brings a curse on those involved now again i'm not sitting here condemning anybody that's ever had an abortion and they're a christian now and this type of things and they and they've repented of that god god can totally forgive you of that okay um i'm not talking about that but this is this is just this is getting so out of control in this country and it's no wonder when this is going on that we see everything else so evil and so dark because i think this is the linchpin this issue is the linchpin child sacrifice is always the place that satan will take a society to ultimately totally destroy them and ultimately it's god that is the one that ends up destroying them because of his judgment he can't let this abide this type of dynamic going on in a society at some point it has to happen from a, from a biblical standpoint and then it goes on to say thus were they defiled in their own works and went a whoring with their own inventions philippians 3 18 through 19 says for many walk of whom i have often told you and tell you now even weeping that they are the enemies of the cross of christ whose end is destruction whose god is their belly and when it says whose god is their belly it's it's like they live this carnal life whatever the flesh tells them to do is what that means they do it and whose glory is in their shame when, when taylor saw this that's the bible verse she brought up and when you see these people they got a standing ovation in where, wherever they signed this in New York City, I'm assuming. There was this big standing ovation in, in the chambers there. And uh, truly, and all these people going around. I mean, why would you be so, so jazzed up about this? Unless you were one sick, twisted, fork-tongued devil. How, how could you be so excited about this because you're of your father the devil and of his lusts and of his works you will do he was a murderer from the beginning and you have murder in your heart because he's your father that's why you know so so they glory in their shame and they mind earthly things And again, the PDF that I'm looking at here, even if you do nothing else, just to look at this first picture, it's unbelievable, is for uh, January 28th, 2019. Proverbs 8.36, But he that sinneth against me, meaning God, wrongeth his own soul. All they that hate me love death. Well, there's no, there's no better example than to see these, they're like giddy schoolgirls. around governor cuomo here or whoever whoever's signing this law into place they love death they love evil they love darkness and one of them to call evil good and good evil well that's just the norm now evil is protected and good is demonized and it's increasing it's getting worse and um you know, the only thing the, the body of Christ can really do is stand, having all done now stand and put on the full armor of God and pray and fast and, you know, pray imprecatory prayers and pray for our, for our enemies that if it be possible, you know, their souls be saved, that they would turn from this wickedness, the fear of God be upon them, pray for the severity of God to be upon them, because that's the only thing that's going to work on somebody like this, if there is any glimmer of hope of them repenting and getting saved pray for their salvation pray for them the spirit of adoption like the bible talks about in the new testament there are little different angels that have different assignments and there's one that the bible talks about in the new testament look it up the spirit of adoption different angels have different assignments for it's god's will that you know not one would perish but that all would come to repentance but you know i do believe for the most part these are vessels of satan but that's not for me to decide. That's that's God's economy. That's his 
decision. So I'm going to play this short video here regard in it's entitled Monsters in Our Midst. Hey friends, Sean from SGT Report here with an update. First of all, apologies for not posting more often recently. And I think it goes without saying, sometimes we're dealt cards we don't want to be dealt. I know we all have our crosses to bear, but thanks for keeping me and my family in your prayers. And the same goes for those mega kids and Nick Sandman in particular, who was dealt a horrific hand by the crooked mainstream mockingbird media. You guys already know the real story. These young men had the courage to stand in the face of tyranny. And as a father, let me just say, I would be very proud to call Nick Sandman my son. And this is the Covington Catholic kids that were there. They Then they, they were being accosted by the black Hebrew roots, which are some of the most evil um, people you'll ever encounter on the streets. I mean, they, they would slit your throat. They think they're, they think they're the the true Israelites, the black Hebrew ones. And, and the, these guys are, are always just, just exude pure evil. I've got a whole file on them. I've never done a dedicated study on them. It's such a, it's such a, an asinine concept, you know, it's like me calling myself an Israelite. Okay. I'm not, and, and, and I'm not one of the 12 tribes. Now I understand if you be Christ, then you be Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. I'm talking about the literal bloodline. And so they had the black Hebrew Israelites accosting them, calling them all the stuff, saying we're going to harvest your organs and, and, you know, calling them every racial slur you can imagine. Then they had these, these paid off Indians that were there that are literally paid off. They're literally there for um, this particular purpose sent by whoever their handlers are in order to try to stir up um, some kind of photo op and act like they're, you know, the victims here when they were the ones that went to these, these, high, I mean, this kid looks like he's a freshman at bare, at most. Um, they got in their face, they did all, but then the other ones are blamed and now, you know, death threats and blow up their school in Kentucky and all this other stuff. It's just, it's, it's upside down world literally is, is, is where we're at. It's total upside down world. All of those young men who all demonstrated courage and tried to do the right thing while they were the ones under fire for the color of their skin and for their personal politics. And they also did the right thing by marching. And these devils always try to incite you in the most obnoxious ways possible. These guys beating a drum right in this kid's face. He's doing nothing but basically looking back at the guy. But see, that's hate speech. You can't have any kind of expression on your face that would deem, that would be deemed as, as you know, not in full compliance with Big Brother New World Order. And this is this is where we're 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 at, I guess, in this country. Life. My friend Tracy Beans and A Plain Truth on YouTube both recently made videos regarding the depravity and pure evil that these minors, these teens, had the courage and moral fortitude to march against. Abortion. The one topic that seems to unite the left like no other. Yeah, and you won't course. believe what the New Because it is the most nearest and dearest topic to Satan's black, cold heart. That is the absolute linchpin. And, what, and then what is that also? What All these other things we've been talking about. It always boils down to at ground zero for evil, child sacrifice, drinking their blood, torturing the children, the, the pedivores that eat the children, like Hillary Clinton and Human Abedin and, and Bill, all, all, of the, all of the people in high-level politics, the Rothschilds, the Rockefeller, all of these high-level Luciferian bloodline families all do this. This is what they do for fun. This is how they practice their religion. And it always boils down to killing little children. And then they have the audacity to come back and say, we're the problem. When they're the ones doing all of these atrocities. State Senate just did. They just passed what is being called the Reproductive Health Act by a vote of 38 to 24 on the 46th anniversary of Roe versus Wade. According to the National Review, the bill had already been passed by the State Assembly by a 92 to 47 vote. This heinous bill provides for a permit for abortion at any point during pregnancy if a healthcare practitioner, not even a doctor, deems it necessary for the mother's life 
or health, meaning all factors including physical, emotional, psychological, familial, and the woman's age relevant to the well-being of the patient. In other words, abortion will be available up to the time of birth. And this is how the New York State Senate reacted upon passage of this abomination of a bill. They're showing all these people in the Senate. I, I, you know, if God just rained down fire and brimstone on, on, on these devils, you know, it's, it's exactly what they deserve. I mean, talk about being turned over to a reprobate mind and glorying in your shame and having your conscience seared with a hot iron. I, I've never, I mean, this is unbelievable. Why, why wouldn't you at least want to be low key about this? I, I'll be honest. When, when I drove by there with Taylor, when I just drove by, like when we had to kind of go on the outskirts of the city, I guess we were in the city, but it was going through it or whatever. I have never felt evil radiate off a city like New York City. Taylor will verify that i've never felt that level of evil i couldn't get out of there quick enough i didn't when, when, when we were going up there I, when i map quested the thing out or whatever and this was i don't know three or four years ago i didn't realize that we were going to be going actually i thought we were going to be kind of missing it and skirting the outskirts and i didn't realize we were actually kind of going i've never felt that level of evil. i mean san francisco I remember when I was there, I don't know, three, four, five years ago. I started getting a massive headache and I had to get out of there. I felt big, big time evil radiate off Miami. I felt that for years whenever I would get near there. I just wanted to get away from it, but never anything like, like New York City. I, I just think it's ground level for, for zero. I, I didn't feel that near as much. Not to say that LA is great because it's not it's not but i didn't really go into the city i was more on the outskirts but new york city nothing's ever topped that for me as far as just the feeling i got look at all these women look at all these women i don't even know how these women can call themselves women one of the differentiators for women and men, something I think that women are infinitely blessed with the opportunity to do is to carry a child. I want you to consider the pure, dark evil this new bill represents. According to the CDC, under New York's already very liberal existing abortion laws, in the year 2015, New York performed 544 abortions for every 1,000 live births. Let that sink in. Now, is it any wonder the liberal mockingbird... So over over 50% uh, kill rate on... And again, that's just on... That's just abortions you just go to get. That's not including the other factors I mentioned. Stream media targeted the Covington Catholic school kids after they marched for life as CNN and the rest of the globalist poor media misrepresents the truth about what happened outside of the Lincoln Memorial as these teens, these minors, waited for their bus to travel home. The native elder was identified as Nathan Phillips, a member of the Omaha Nation and a Vietnam vet. <laughs> it has been revealed Total that life. Nathan Phillips, who the media portrays as a heroic Native American and Vietnam War vet, has been exposed as not a Vietnam vet the only thing that freezes Nathan Phillips is one of the refrigerators he was supposed to be repairing while he was AWOL in Nebraska while he was pretending to be a recon ranger in Vietnam. Wait, what? He was a refrigerator mechanic in Nebraska and, and went AWOL repeatedly. He's a paid agitator, is all he is. And he's used the fact that he's an Indian in order to make a paycheck. That's all this is about. He wasn't there for any other reason other than that. But don't try to go to Infowars.com for the honest version of these events. Google is blocking it as a dangerous site that delivers malware. So it's up to Cincinnati. <laughs> so they're saying that Infowars delivers malware, which is a total lie. Now, granted, regardless of how you feel about Alex Jones, here's the bottom line. They're coming for anybody 
they're, ultimately they're coming for all the people in alternative media and then they're going to come for you because of your viewpoints and your internet browsing history or or whatever or whatever other you know they, they've got databases on on all of us that you know you you wouldn't even have had to have went on theoretically and technically on the internet to still be on their radar to still be on the red list so this is what they're really we're seeing that this is the very start of this where the roundups are starting to begin but it's the roundup of anybody righteous or anybody they would deem as against the new world order and they're going after the biggest players first and then it's going to trickle down and then it's going to go out to the people that would be there if satan had his way that would be how i would think he would handle this now i'm not saying god's going to permit that all to happen and god is bigger than this whole situation but again when you look at the abortion issue alone with when there's that much innocent blood crying out from the land that obviously affects the way god looks at things and um but Praying and fasting and these types of things are, are key regarding these whole regarding all this these issues that we're talking about here. Eddie.com's Gil Spencer to ask the right questions about Nathan Phillips, and he's got a lot of them. First of all, why did Phillips march up to the Covington Catholic students and start banging his drum instead of walking up to the adults from the black Hebrew Israelites who were viciously insulting not only the white students but members of his own group as well? Did he not hear the epithets the members of this known hate group were shouting at the teenagers? Cincinnati.com contributor Gil Spencer has many other questions for Phillips as well, 14 in all, and you should read them. I will link the article in the more information section below. But this type of misrepresentation and false reporting, in fact, lying to the American people, is reaching its boiling point. This is CNN, the most trusted name in we are hearing from a Native American elder and Vietnam War veteran speaking to CNN after a disturbing viral video shows a group of teens harassing and mocking him <laughs> in the nation's lies. Country. Here's the video sparking outrage on social media right now. Nathan Phillips was beating his drum and singing an American Indian protest song. And this was on Friday on the steps of the Lincoln Memorial when he saw a clash. He could have been any more obnoxious in this kid's face. I mean, he couldn't be... In Again, he he is the one that came up to him. It wasn't like these boys went to them and were trying to be confrontational. It was the exact opposite. But again, in upside down world, George Orwell, Brave New World, this is this is all that you're going to get. This uh, particular fake, you know, news narrative erupting between a group of teenage students and four African American young men preaching about the Bible and oppression. Well, Philip says. He immediately sensed danger. Oh, please. He lied about the kids swarming him. He lied about being blocked. He lied that the kids were looking for trouble, looking for something. He also lied about the students saying, build that wall, build that wall. I heard them saying, build that wall, build that wall. He lied about it Not only did he lie about the kids being beasts, targeting old black individuals as ah. prey. Oh, the Lord. old black individuals turned out to be the ones hurling outright racist and homophobic slurs throughout two hours of unedited footage. Even further, he defended the black Hebrew Israelites, claiming it looks like these young men were going to attack these guys. Nathan Phillips didn't just make a mistake, though. He goes further arguing, the black Israelites, they were saying some harsh things, but some of it was true, too. And that when the students found out there was more truth out there, they were offended. Your president is a homosexual. He's saying Trump's a homosexual. Okay. How could that possibly be that Trump is a homosexual? He's, he's been, it's well known he's been a womanizer for his whole life. Okay. How could a homosexual is somebody that's only attracted to men? Okay, so again, this fork-tongued devil, right out of his own mouth, it's just beyond asinine what's coming out of it, okay? And um, people say that, that you know, Trump is the, the Antichrist. Well, the Bible says that the Antichrist will have no regard for women. And Trump has had a lot of regard for women. And I mean that in, like, not a good way, but I mean, in, in a, obviously, you know what I mean as far back as you can go back okay that by itself discount discounts trump from ever being the antichrist and if he was the antichrist do you think 
that the mainstream media in the whole world and every wicked, evil, Luciferian organization would be demonizing their coming awaited savior the way that Trump has been demonized from the moment that he actually started running for president and up until now. They're doing everything they can do to demonize him. But all of a sudden, he's going to turn it around and everybody's going to love him. And, and the Jews are going to accept him as their coming awaited savior. He's going to have to trace his lineage back to King David. How is he going to do that when he's half Scottish and half German? That's all he is. There's no way it can happen. It's just, if you really start to think about it. So the same thing about, there's tons of ways that Obama could never be the Antichrist. There's all these things that discount you, disqualify you from being Antichrist when you look in the Bible. And that's all I really care about is what does the Bible say? The biblical qualifications for the Antichrist. Sorry, I did a whole subject on this. Just key in Antichrist. Donald, you'll find it. Or Antichrist and Obama. I've done studies on that what are the biblical qualifications so anyway uh these black hebrew israelites are some of the worst of the worst diluted brainwashed demon possessed to the toenails literally the whole lot of them kumbaya ain't gonna be no peace until blood is shed this is a bunch of future that's right. Y'all got, got a, a bunch of a bunch of, I think he said future school shooters. So they're they're just throwing out on these these Covenant Catholic boys that are up there, clean cut, you know, the whole nine yards. I mean, I understand they're in a death cult with Catholicism and everything, and that's sad. Um, and and I pray that they break out of that. But I went to a Catholic high school, so you know, I'm not judging. <laughs> but uh, all of these just insane, railing accusations. That are coming from these black Hebrew Israelites. One nigga in the crowd, huh? Yeah, one nigga in the crowd. One nigga. Now that's them talking. That's not me. They could say that word all day long, but if a white guy says it, oh, it's the the end of the world. It is the absolute end of the world. But black people can use it over and over and over, and there's no repercussions whatsoever. That's fine. Uh huh. That's right. Here come gang. Here come gang. And now. Hero L.A. trial lawyer Robert Barnes is stepping up to represent the kids who he says were libeled, slandered, and defamed. And he's threatening to sue the New York Times' own Maggie Haberman for libel, along with sleazeball actor Michael Rappaport, who was great oh, in the man, movie True so, Romance. That guy looks, oh man, does he look evil. This, I'm not going to play, I don't know why he would include that clip in here. He, he tells you what this guy says, he shows it, and he's, Starting like the F-bombs and stuff. I'm like, why you don't want to do this in a Christian video where you're letting people throw F-bombs? So I'm gonna I'm gonna fast forward this a little bit. Oh man, is that guy evil looking? All right. January 24th interview with InfoWars, Barnes said Maggie Haberman had to know these kids were innocent. The press was waiting and they attacked. It was a deliberate campaign. Barnes says, and I quote, this was a conspiracy. It was a hit job. It was a hit job on their futures. It was a hit job on their reputations. And Barnes goes on to say, imagine being a 15 or 16 year old kid. You've never ever experienced this lefty protest culture before. And you think you're just participating with the drums and participating with the Native American. You conduct yourself with the best possible behavior. And then you go home and you discover that you're the subject of the worst libel campaign of private citizens in U.S. legal history. Meanwhile, the mockingbird mainstream horror media, the liars, the enemies of the people, ignore that the black Hebrew Israelites hurled profanities and racial slurs at the mostly white Catholic teens. Mainstream media, silent, because it doesn't fit the whites are racist narrative. And now the whole thing is blowing up in their face. And well, the especially if you're a male and you're white, you're, you're fair game. They can say or do whatever the because you're 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 the face of evil, so obviously if you're the pure face of evil, then you're everything that you do is evil, and will be scrutinized and will be twisted and turned to fit whatever narrative they're trying to paint. People who have slandered these private citizens who are also minors, 
are now about to pay for their crimes in front of a Kentucky jury. The nice thing about defamation law is that when a particular form of lie or libel is particularly inflammatory, you're allowed to seek what's called per se damages. This means you don't have to prove any individual damages to you. It's just that it's so offensive that the jury gets to assign what those damages are. Those damages can range from 50000 to 300000 to, in the Gawker case, uh, millions and millions of dollars. So all these people that have lied and libeled better be checking their bank accounts if they're going to continue to lie and libel up these kids. So I'll wrap up by saying, friends, that it's incidents like this one where the mainstream Mockingbird CIA media does us the biggest possible favor for exposing themselves as the manipulative liars they are. This is probably the most extreme and viral moment of media manufacturing of claims of racism that I've seen in the 25 plus years that I've been documenting these kinds of hoaxes, which are stoked by liberal journalists with an agenda. Liars that will cheer for the destruction of innocent teenagers and for the destruction of innocent lives who will never be born. They lit up the one Democrats world. say voters put them in control to pass progressive. Yeah, they lit up the One World Trade Center in pink, and we're going to look at that a little bit more. And the Reproductive Health Act is one of the first on a long list of bills Republicans can no longer stop. Yeah, the Reproductive Health Act. It really turns out good for the baby. You know, it's and it's it's so good for for the health of the mother and the baby. The the baby's dead. The mother's, you know, damaged in ways beyond that we'll ever know for the rest of, you know, and the people that are surrounding it. But yeah, it's, it's, um, it's got the, uh, stamp of approval of Satan's and, and that's all that really matters. Here's a picture of the One World Trade Center lit up the top spire of it in pink. Deuteronomy 27.25 says, Cursed be he that taketh reward to slay an innocent person. Well, isn't that what they're all doing? You know? And, and really, the abortion clinics and the doctors and the nurses that participate this in all these procedures, they're taking a reward to slay an innocent person, an innocent baby in this case. Now, there's a petition that you can sign um, that I give you a link to here. I sent this out already out in my newsletter, but... If you hadn't, if you hadn't seen that, and if you're not subscribed to my newsletter, I highly advise you go to contendingfortruth.com and, and go to the right side. If you all of a sudden stop receiving mine, understand they're trying to, uh, they're trying to, to basically manipulate emails, websites, all of these things. I don't really know all of the things they're doing behind the scenes, but you can go up there and just resubscribe. Okay, and it's free. It's on the right side of contendingfortruth.com. You can, you know, click on whatever newsletters you want. I only have two, but I highly recommend that you do both. And just do that. And, and because if you haven't been receiving them, you, you might need to go re redo that. It might be something you have to do once a month. Who knows at this point? Uh, all right, so I'm just going to cover this a little bit. New York Governor Anthony Cuomo directed that the One World Trade Center spire be lit pink overnight on Tuesday to celebrate his signing of the law allowing abortions, um, in some cases, up to birth. Well, no, it, it, it allows that. And letting non-doctors commit abortions. So that's good. You know, They've got the non-doctors now that can commit abortions. Obviously, I'm being sarcastic. The law... The Reproductive Health Act also erases the state's recognition of preborn babies older than 24 weeks as potential homicide victims. So they're they're doing everything they can do to grease the skids for them to kill even more babies. The, not enough are dying. They got to have a way more dying. So this is what this is all about. Psalm 127 verse 3 says, "Lo, children are an heritage of the Lord, and the fruit of the womb is his reward." But you know, they want to treat the fruit of the womb like less than garbage. That's the day and days and times we're living in. Cuomo called the bill an historic victory for New Yorkers and our progressive values. Yes, you're satanically progressive values. It was passed on the anniversary to rub our noses in it of Roe versus Wade, the 1973 Supreme Court decision that brought abortion 
on demand to every state. In 1970, uh, the New York was the first state to legalize abortion. So they have that wonderful distinction as well. Cuomo said that he was directing that the 408-foot spire on the world One World Trade Center, as well as the Governor Mario Cuomo Bridge and the Cuscusico Bridge, Cuscusico Bridge, and the Alfred E. Smith Building in Albany all be lit in pink to celebrate this achievement and shine a bright light forward for the rest of the nation to follow. I mean, this this is so wicked and evil. I, I don't even really have words for it. I just really don't. Fire and brimstone are really the only thing I could a remedy for this. It's, it's getting to the point where, like Sodom and Gomorrah, what was the only remedy in God's eyes for Sodom and Gomorrah in, in the end? Fire and brimstone. That was it. And I, I can't see any other remedy. You know, I, I pray that God will get everybody out of anyone good and righteous and, you know, like the children and stuff and out of New York City and that area. And the innocent. And just like he did with uh, Sodom and Gomorrah. Got Lot out of there. His daughters. I mean, you know. I, I don't know. I don't know any other remedy at this point. I'm not God, though. Thank God. There's another petition here to tell the Supreme Court to overturn Roe versus Wade. Another report read, new pro-life report says Planned Parenthood commits illegal par partial birth abortions. Of course they do. And then another one that I'm not going to play this. You can watch the video. Church kicks out pro-lifers and opens doors to the Planned Parenthood during Women's March. Christian church, Presbyterian. And in this video, you can watch the gelded 501c3 hellbound hireling reverend give justification for opening his church to the doors of Satan, Planned Parenthood. You can watch that little video. When I was in the middle of all this last night, these verses came to mind. Isaiah 59, 11 verses, uh, through 16 says, We all roar like bears and mourn like sore doves. That's kind of how I feel. It's like, it's like you're roaring like a bear to try to get this information out and, and you mourn like sore doves, like it's, it's grievous and you're grieved over it and all of these things. We look for judgment, but there is none. For salvation, but it is far from us. I mean, in this type of environment, the point here is that where you've got them glorying in advancing the abortion bill even way further than it had ever been advanced before you're looking for judgment of this but there is none and for salvation but it is far from us in that type of situation you're not going to see a lot of people getting saved let's just be honest the land is way too cursed now i'm not saying people can't get saved but for our, for our transgressions are multiplied before thee, meaning before God. And our sins testify against us, for our transgressions are with us. And as for our iniquities, we know them. In transgressing and lying against the Lord, and departing away from our God, speaking oppression and revolt, conceiving and uttering from the heart words of falsehood. And judgment is turned away backward, and justice standeth afar off. For truth is fallen in the street, and equity cannot enter. And that was the verse that I felt like the Lord put in my head, that truth is fallen in the street. When you see them glorying over this and having standing ovations in their house chamber, or their senate chamber, that's what came to my mind. Equity cannot enter. That's why the court systems are so beyond corrupt and evil. Yea, truth faileth, and he that departeth from evil maketh himself a prey. Like prey of an animal. Like a tiger stalking its prey. And this is what we're seeing here. Anyone that is 
determined to depart from evil is the ultimate prey for Satan because he wants everybody to either be, ultimately everybody to be dead, even, even the wicked, but either you get on his team now or you're going to become prey for the enemy, you know, is basically the, uh, the message there. And the Lord saw it and it displeased him that there was no judgment. And this is true righteous judgment. Like, people in New York should have been, like, surrounding the building, screaming out to prevent this. But that didn't happen. I'm not saying there was no protests against it. If there was, I didn't see any. And he saw that there was no man and wondered that there was no intercessor, like a prayer intercessor. Therefore, his arm brought salvation unto him and his righteousness, it sustained him. I don't know. It, it seems like that's where we're, we're getting near in America. You know, I'm not condemning my listeners or this type of stuff. It's just overall, if you look at the percentage-wise of people that are actually really trying to make any kind of righteous stand or even care, you know. 501c3 church is for the most part asleep from what I can see. So going further, this is from uh, Dave Hodges and this is entitled The Trump Train is Dead on Arrival. President Trump may very well have already lost the 2020 election. Well, if he continues in this direction. His indecisiveness and unwillingness to use the force in his office to bring the American people is unexcusable. This article will examine the areas of concern that are serving to alienate his base. Uh, border security. Despite all attention to the subject of border security, even more legal aliens are crossing the border than during the Obama administration. <laughs> they are. I mean, it's worse now than ever. Even with Trump putting the military on the border, they keep coming and coming. As I have said many times before, I'm concerned about the terrorists, the Muslim Brotherhood, the assassins from MS-13 and all the other dr drug gangs, all the embedded troops that are coming up, embedded in the caravans, um, the drug dealers, the child, the child sex traffickers, the habitual criminals. The reason why I loathe Pelosi and Schumer is because they don't care how many Americans are victimized by these evildoers. Well, they love it. They're just like those people cheering in the House chambers and... Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer there, they'd be like, give them a set of pom-poms. Be dump, jumping up and down, screaming, hail Satan. However, I did not expect the same indifference from Trump, and that is precisely what we're seeing. Trump's failure to secure the border funding is endangering every American. He just raised the white flag on declaring a national emergency and um, at the border and acting accordingly. Trump says that he's giving the Democrats until February 15th, to agree to fund the border wall or he's declaring a national emergency. Okay. Yes, it's just more hurry up and wait. Trump reminds me of an unarmed British policeman who yells at a fleeing felon to stop or I will say stop again. In other words, Trump is descending into having more bark than bite. He's asleep at the wheel, the border is collapsing, and Trump has turned into a Nero as he fiddles away at our national security. Trump's failure to address social media censorship, which is, you know, what we've been talking a, a lot about. I, like many of my colleagues in the independent media, dedicated every resource at our disposal to get Trump elected. We were his only positive media force. The mainstream media denigrated and attempted to destroy Trump's candidacy at, candidacy, candidacy at every turn. I'm sorry, I'm fasting and I'm not my thinking isn't as sharp as it normally would be so kind of bear with me uh with with roger stone being indicted for complicity and colluding with russians i want to remind everyone that i was one of the 200 independent media journalists who were who the washington post identified as russian spies i mean talk about just pulling something out of nowhere with no proof whatsoever he was identified as, as with 200 other independent media journalists, as being wash, uh, Russian spies during the 2016 campaign. Absolute lunacy. If it were not for the independent media, Hillary Clinton gets elected. Well, again, here's the problem. I believe God 
gave us a reprieve there with Hillary. A lot of people were praying and fasting about that during that time. I'm not going to give the independent media credit for that. I am not. I think we played a, a role in that. Uh, but let's always keep the Lord Jesus Christ and give him credit. You know, in all thy ways acknowledge him and he will direct thy paths, as, as the Bible talks about. So, going forward here, like many in the independent media, we poured our souls into the Trump campaign. We literally brought millions of disaffected Americans to the fight and persuaded them to vote for Trump. If the independent media was not the deciding factor, the social media giants would not be illegally censoring us. Are we the only reason he got elected? No. I'm glad he said that. However, we were the main reason. And, okay, again, um, to take Jesus Christ out of that and not even mention Jesus Christ, it to, to me is, you know, because I believe that's the reason Hillary didn't get in, is Jesus Christ. Not so much getting Trump in, but that's the reason Hillary didn't get in. But again, we're, we're now on the verge. We're potentially, because of the inaction of Trump, and a lot of the other people that maybe maybe have went back to sleep because they think Trump's in there and nothing can, can go wrong or whatever. Well, we're on the cusp of now seeing Hillary back in the White House, potentially. If they can find a way to indict both Trump and Pitch or assassinate them. Pelosi's the third in line. She's going to get in there. She's going to install Hillary. That's what's going to happen. Just like I said last week, I'm seeing more confirmation of that all the time. We're going to be looking on that, looking at that more today. So that's their plan. Uh, so we are not the only reason, or are, are we the only reason he got elected? No. However, we were the main reason, and Trump has turned his back on us like Judas in the night. Trump has, in effect, totally abandoned the people who had the most to do with his, his successful campaign. As a result, he has lost the House, he has lost the border. He's alienating his base. Unfortunately, the, the divide between Trump and his base is the evidence. There's evidence in other areas as well. So then this goes on to say, Hillary's continued freedom is insulting to every American. Why is this sociopathic criminal, criminal still walking free? I recently had dinner with Shauna Cox of the Bundy Ranch case, and she confirmed that Hillary was behind everything that happened at the Clive and Bundy Ranch in the Oregon incident as well. I published documents which showed that Hillary conspired with Special Prosecutor Mueller to extract uranium from ranchers' lands in the West. This event res resulted in treasonous, treasonous acts of uranium being sold to the Russians, and the profits went to the Clinton Foundation and were funneled into the Clinton's presidential campaign. Shauna has come to discover that I was right in this assertion. The Bundy affair was about treason and the Clinton Foundation. If I can find the documentation, why can't Trump's people? Oh, he is surrounded by the deep state, you say. Well, what about his latest choice for attorney general? Burton Barr. Barr and Mueller's wives are best friends in a satanic Bible study. Oh, I mean Bible study. And they shop together and they play bingo together. Are you kidding me? This guy is total, total deep state. Worked for, for Bush Sr. the whole nine yards. Or maybe it was Bush Jr. I don't know, one of the Bushes. He's a total deep state devil. And Trump nominates him. You know, it's just unbelievable. Under the deep state servant, former FBI Director James Comey, Hillary's 33,000 national security emails that went to her private server were gift wrapped for Trump to prosecute Hillary Clinton. Legally speaking, this is the lowest hanging fruit I have ever witnessed. Again, Crickets chirping. Trump does nothing. I have had enough of Trump's inaction. Conclusion, I could easily detail several more acts of depraved indifference by Trump, which is alienating his base. If, and I, I love it when you, you see Trump there and he, he would say this over and again. I will never, ever fail you. Dude, you have failed us so many times, it defies imagination. You've done a lot of good stuff. You've also done a lot of very not good stuff. And your inaction is the biggest thing that, that you've done to basically alienate your base and turn your back on them. What you haven't done. I will never, ever fail you. What a lie from the pit of hell that is. You would never, ever say that anyway. 
Cursed be the man that trusteth in man and that maketh flesh his arm and whose heart departed from the Lord. You never, you don't ever go around saying, I will never ever fail you. That's a lie anyway. Any for anybody to say that other than Jesus Christ is a lie. Because we're human at the end of the day, regardless of if you're saved, and you're still gonna mess up. You're still gonna make mistakes. You're never gonna go in your life and never fail anybody. So that's just a total bald-faced lie to come out of anyone's mouth but he said it proclaimed it over and over in his campaign if trump were going to act decisively he would have done so already if there is a remote possibility that trump will rediscover his manhood and make good on his campaign promises to drain the swamp but don't hold your breath america has been sucker punched I'm sorry I have to do this study, but I mean, it's just, to me, it's becoming clearer and clearer. The longer this drags out, with everything that's going on with Trump, the longer this goes on, the more all of these evil things are prepositioning themselves, putting themselves into position to strike America, you know, the more obvious it becomes. The related articles that were, that, um, regarding this, report there's one that appeared trump caves and shut down with no border wall so he ended the shutdown with no border wall pelosi's second big win this week there's a video of pelosi dancing as a result of that so he he caved in he gave this three-week reprieve he says but i'm gonna i'm gonna go back if you don't whatever okay yeah we'll see hurry up and wait drag everything out then another one nancy pelosi beats trump to a pulp these are all on drudge report uh and then Nancy Pelosi cancels the State of the Union. So she has that power, evidently. And um, for Trump to speak now, she can cancel that. And um, from what I've heard, she hasn't rescheduled it either, even though he gave her a three-week reprieve. So let's just put it off and put it off and put it off. So it's it's looking pretty bleak, you know. President Pelosi, uh, House Speaker holds public bill signings to compete with Trump. Pelosi is holding public bill signings now in front of news cameras, an optic typically and usually reserved for the president. The latest example came Friday when she publicly signed the continuing resolution to end the parcel shutdown. Breibart notes that Pelosi used eight pens to add her signature to the legislation. Another move only presidents typically use when they hand out pens to those legislators and supporters to help pass a bill. She's doing things only presidents do. In other words, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi wants Americans to think she is the president. Newly elected Speaker uh, Pelosi said in an interview published on Thursday that the Constitution considers her equal to the president, President Trump. When Pelosi was asked whether she considers herself equal to Trump. She said the Constitution does. Oh, when, since when did she ever care about the Constitution? They'd rather burn burn that document anyway. Pelosi's position as the, as the Speaker makes her the second in line for the presidency should something happen to Trump after Vice President Pence, according to the Constitution. This is why they got to take them out of there. And this whole thing about taking down Roger Stone and they're going to go after Jones and they're going to take in Jerome Corsi. They're going to try to build some whatever Russian collusion thing against Trump. And he's just sitting back doing nothing as far as I can see. Just capitulating. It's the worst thing he could do. Next report. Good morning, Madam President Pelosi, in short, Trump has acquiesced the power of the presidency to a federal bureaucracy. Trump has turned into a weak excuse maker. Following the arrest of Roger Stone, Trump tweeted the following. If Roger Stone was indicted for lying to Congress, what about the lying done by Comey, Brennan, Clapper, Lisa Page, and Lover, Baker, and so many others? What about Hillary to the FBI and her 33,000 deleted emails? What about Lisa and Peter's deleted texts, and Wiener's laptop, which has the footage of Hillary and whom Abedin consuming, ripping that, uh, cutting that little girl's face off and 
eating her and torturing her and drinking her blood after they kill her. Yeah. What about all that? Well, this report goes on to say, forgetting for a moment that Trump has the power of pardon and Roger Stone could immediately be placed outside the power of the DOJ, he could, he could pardon Roger Stone, who's been like his biggest advocate, regardless of how you feel about Roger Stone. He's never wavered off his support for Trump. And he's saying, I will not testify against him, no matter what they do or threaten with, me with. He has the power to pardon, but he's not going to do anything. From what I'm seeing, Trump could also fire Mueller, who is the, who's the chief architect that is literally destroying him. But he's not going to do that either, evidently. He has all this power that he's not using at all. Clearly, Trump's tweet is addressing the DOJ. The last time I looked, Trump as president is in charge of both the FBI and the DOJ. He can order the arrest and the indictment of, of all the above-named perps in, the, in his own tweet. Instead, he is conveying the message that the DOJ is in charge of him. Under the Constitution, Trump can fire any FBI or DOJ person who does not follow his orders. Eventually, Trump would find a moderately uh, loyal deep stater Who would, I don't know what he's saying there. I, I need my federal pension in, uh, he would find a moderately loyal deep stater who said, I need my federal pension to prosecute these deep state crooks that Trump's tweet identifies. In short, Trump has acquiesced the power of the presidency to a federal bureaucracy who he's in charge of. And his acquiescence or cowardice does not end with the DOJ and the FBI. The answer to our dilemma falls to us. Well, the answer to our dilemma is the Lord Jesus Christ and all of the things that I've been citing and the teachings that I've been doing as of late, all of our weapons of warfare. What, what are we, the people, going to do? We don't have long because it won't be long until Mueller is not only arresting Roger Stones of the country, but he will be arresting Pence and Trump. I agree, 100%. If this is, if this is allowed to go on unchecked like it looks like Trump is going to do, then... Yeah. Barring some type of divine intervention, you know, it's they will be arresting Pence and Trump. And since Trump is seemingly paralyzed, we the people need to decide what we are going to do about this current state of affairs. How about massive prayer and fasting? You know, I think that's the best approach. Can't go wrong with that one. Can't ever biblically go wrong with what I just said prayer and fasting oh no that's not god's will for you to pray and fast about oh really <laughs> show me that in the bible that's really our only hope is, is what i'm trying to tell you but again you don't normally see these guys like hodges and them ever bringing that up it's always man-centered alex jones the same same deal it's always about what we can do listen i think being proactive is awesome this ministry is proactive i'm trying to motivate people i'm trying to educate people but ultimately the weapons of our warfare are not carnal is what the bible says they're not man-centered The Russians and the Chinese have stated that Pelosi is running the country. Oh, that's great. Some other allies are stating that America is being run by two opposite camps. In other words, Trump is really not in charge anymore. This makes it very likely that we will be attacked in a preemptive military strike, and this will be the topic of the next article. Before concluding, I want to deliver a stern warning. If Americans... If the American people do not stand up to the deep state, we will surely be attacked and invaded. We should look at France very carefully. They are showing us our future in France will soon experience a civil war bloodbath like they have never seen since the French Revolution. I do not want to be misquoted here. Every time Trump backs down, you and, you and me are in more danger on a number of fronts. And if you want to see, I, I haven't even listened to it yet, but Mike Adams put out about a 55-minute video. You can listen to it. There's a link here. You can go to his website at uh, the Health Ranger. And it's entitled, To Save America, Trump Must Declare a New American Revolution. I give you a link to it in the thing here. 
And again, there's there's probably I'm sure there's no mention of God there at all. But and again, I'm all for being proactive, but you have to include, you know, what the Bible says. That's the most important part. Okay, and then the next report. The left tries to ban Christianity uh, in Texas. A sudden spate of bills exalts the lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender agenda over the rights of Christians. For those Christian claimants who denied persecution were coming in the USA, here it is in plain sight. So I'm just going to play this uh, brief video here. And conservative columnist Eric Erickson with The Resurgent is also concerned and wrote an opinion piece called The Left Tries to Ban Christianity in Texas. And he joins us now. Eric, thanks so much for coming on today. Thanks for having me. Uh, so Republicans outnumber both Democrats in both Texas chambers. But if these these bills passed, how might they play out for people of faith? Well, in particular, they want to exempt initially uh, nonprofit Christian organizations and go after for-profit Christian businesses. That is, small family associations, small businesses that identify as Christian, uh, essentially the butchers, the bakers, the, the photographers, the florists, uh, requiring them to... They're coming after us all. Satan never gets enough, is what this all boils down to. Gay marriages, to uh, honor transition ceremonies for the transgendered community, and even some private schools that operate on a for-profit basis in Texas would be affected by this and be required to change. Additionally, um, any Christian uh, businessman who is a contractor with the state of Texas would be required to have and affirm transgender policies and support and pay for the surgeries on their insurance plans of uh, any transgendered person, uh, whether the owner of the business wants to or not. Do you see these bills going anywhere, given that, you know, Republicans are in control in both chambers? No, I, I really don't in Texas. Uh, but the issue is that, that if they're so bold in Texas, there are a lot of states that are 50-50 or leaning left. Uh, what's going to happen in those states? I mean, we see in Georgia, for example, where I am, uh, the Republicans being very recalcitrant on the idea of religious liberty legislation uh, because they have such a large film industry commitment to the state. They don't want to affect uh, the bottom line. Yeah, really fascinating. Well, let me ask you, too. Um, we know that a lot of discussion or some of the discussion in Texas right now has to do with... I think what he meant by that is, from what I heard, Hollywood has relocated a lot of their filming things to Atlanta. And that's what he meant by the, the film industry in Georgia. They don't want to alienate that. So they're bringing Hollywood to Georgia. And I think that's what he meant by that statement. Freedom of um, freedom of, to worship, which is what we heard about more in the Obama area era. It's more uh, restrictive than uh, freedom of religion. Do you see that as as being a motivating argument in Texas? Uh, yes, in fact, uh, we're hearing this more and more from Democrats. Though Article, uh, the First Amendment of the Constitution says that uh, we have free exercise of religion. The Obama administration actually was struck down nine to nothing by the Supreme Court, even by Obama era appointees, uh, when they tried to argue that it was just a freedom of worship. Well, the Democrats are resurfacing this argument, even though it was rejected by uh, Elena Kagan and Sonia Sotomayor and Ruth Bader Ginsburg on the Supreme Court. Uh, they're trying to resurface the argument that what free exercise really means is just on Sundays when you're in church, you're allowed to worship without interference. Um, but if you're in the town square, if you're a public business, if you're a publicly traded company, or even if you're a small company, but you use public roads, then you can't uh, exercise your religious convictions in the practice of your business. Mm. Well, there's a lot to keep an eye on. And in Texas, looks like the state is is uh, going purple in some respects. Eric Erickson, thanks for your time. Okay, so we have uh, we have that. Now, that's all I have for part one. And probably just the last part here, um, we will go to part two next. Scott Johnson's 1,000-plus audio teachings and PDF documents are available for free 24-7 on the Internet at contendingfortruth.com. That's C-O-N-T-E-N-D-I-N-G-F-O-R-T-R-U-T-H.com. In addition, we also offer a free Christian Current Event and Health email newsletter. You can sign up at contendingfortruth.com. These email newsletters typically only generate about three to six emails per month if you subscribe to both lists. Please prayerfully help us to continue this work. For mail correspondence or to support this ministry, our mailing address is Scott Johnson, 
2359 Highway 70 Southeast, number 321, Kickery, NC 28602. Or on the internet, a PayPal donation link can be found at contendingfortruth.com. Thank you and may the Lord Jesus Christ richly bless you.